Smart Grid Security. What are some of the key vulnerabilities and threats? Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. In a preview of a presentation at RSA 2014, I'm discussing Smart Grid Security with Gibbs Sorbo. He's the Chief Cybersecurity Technologist with Lidos. Gibbs, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, Tom. Gibbs, to start with, why don't you tell us just a bit about yourself and about Lidos, please? Sure. Well, uh, as you mentioned, uh, my title is Chief Cybersecurity Technologist. I, I wear a lot of hats and uh, mainly focus on some of our commercial uh, service offerings that we offer to a number of different verticals, uh, uh, particularly energy, naturally from the smart grid perspective, also with financial services, and we also do health as some of our emphasis uh, tying in with some of the focuses of our company. Lidos is comprised of a number of different areas focused on some of our traditional markets around the U.S. federal government, particularly uh, the U.S. military and intelligence community, where we have a national security sector that, that delivers everything to the warfighter as well as the folks focusing on intelligence collection and analysis. And part of that, of course, is also cybersecurity that we, we participate in. On the commercial side, however, Lidos also has a heavy focus in energy and engineering as well as in health, where uh, we have two very large business units that focus on those. And uh, overriding all of those, uh, both on the national security side and on the uh, on the commercial side, is cybersecurity. And so that, in our sort of horizontal that we operate in, is our way of tying all those together. And so one of the areas that we spend a lot of time in is, is in the area of uh, energy and particularly for utilities and smart grid security. And we've been developing uh, solutions and protection mechanisms for utilities to to help to protect themselves, particularly as they roll out new technologies and connect more of the grid together through this uh, um, expansive communications infrastructure that is the, the smart grid. Well, certainly it's a great topic and it's got a lot more people's attention now as we talk about protecting the critical infrastructure. In your presentation, what do you identify as some of the key threats and vulnerabilities related to the smart grid? Well, uh, you know, threat threat is always an interesting question because the first time first question we usually get from a lot of our customers is why would anybody want to attack us? Uh, they they do have credit cards and other information that people may want to steal, but from the perspective of the the, the energy infrastructure that they operate, uh, it it doesn't seem to be as uh, you know, a juicy a target, uh, but in, in reality, there are a lot of places where threats can uh, develop, particularly as the the grid becomes more interconnected. Uh, there's there's the risk that you know damage to one part of it can cascade to many other parts, as we've seen with blackouts and other things, potentially causing damage to equipment. And so, terrorists, for example, and, and others who are seeking to do mischief uh, or, or um, seek a ransom or something else like that may decide to want to attack. Uh, we also see uh, potential things like energy theft as, as potential one of the threats, as well as maybe market manipulation as we develop new economic models for how we trade energy and other things like that. And so there's a lot of different areas that we're concerned about. In terms of vulnerabilities, uh, with smart grid, one of the biggest vulnerabilities is that you are increasing the number of potential places where someone can attack. Uh, if you're thinking about smart meters, which is one of the areas that people naturally go to when they think of smart grid, you have a meter in everyone's house, and that is now connected to uh, basically a, a communications um, network that could be in the millions. 
connecting every house together, every business together, and linking back to the utility to report energy usage information as well as uh, potentially for the utility to control whether that house has power or not. So there's uh, a, a, there's a th potential concern that uh, each of them or one of them could be compromised just as when one computer in a, in a enterprise gets compromised, we're concerned that that, that, that uh, compromise could spread just like a, a disease or something like that. And so that's one of the sort of the low-hanging fruit to be concerned with. Uh, there's also a lot of larger issues around getting things right in the communications infrastructure because a lot of what smart grid is automation. And we've learned in past experiences that automation can be a good thing or it can be a very bad thing if you do it poorly because uh, when automation goes awry, uh, it tends to, uh, the damage tends to happen faster. And so you need to be able then to jump in and quickly and, and, and uh, contain that. And that's one of the, the concerns we have with, with smart grid is you connect everything together, uh, that the, the danger can spread much faster in a, in a wider area than where you have islands of, of, of connectivity and uh, really you don't really rely a whole lot on network communication. So those, those are some of the, 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 the high-level issues. As we get into some of the different uh, domains of smart grid, we see some unique risks around uh, the consumerization of energy generation and other things like that that could potentially be problematic as well. We'll give that segues nicely into my next question. You've already laid the groundwork for it. What do you see as some of the specific risks to utilities versus to the customers? Well, for utilities, of course, you know, utilities are in the business to sell electricity. So anytime they're not able to do that because something's been compromised, if uh, if a power plant is taken down by a cyber attack or something else like that, they're certainly out revenue. Uh, so that's the first thing. The other thing, of course, utilities are worried about is, is damage to their property. While we've seen a couple of physical attacks lately where people have, for example, fired high-powered uh, rifles, uh, bullets into uh, substations in California about a year ago, uh, there's been other types of cyber attacks where the speculation is that through a series of attacks you could actually cause a transformer or other component to overheat to start fires. And so uh, utilities are going to be primarily concerned about uh, protecting their equipment keeping the delivery electricity operational, uh, of course, also protecting their own employees and the safety is, is of course, the, the primary priority. For consumers, it, it's simply about having the, the power running. Uh, they, they, of course, are concerned about safety, too, but probably not, you know, it's probably not high in their list because I don't think they're aware of, of a lot of those issues. But they're certainly wanting to make sure that the electricity is there when they need it. And as uh, the options increase for how they can, get their electricity even to the point where they can power their house via stored energy in their electric vehicle, for example, uh, as a potential backup, it's important that they um, have it when they need it, just like you know, we're, we at home are used to being able to turn on our TV, turn on our microwave, and everything just works uh, without having to think about it. Gib, what do you find is typically overlooked when individuals and organizations start talking about securing the smart grid? Well, I think one of the things that, that people overlook is, number one, a, a lot of investments and in technologies that utilities do is, ends up being there for quite a long time. And so a lot of what new smart grid technology has a flavor that looks a lot like information technology that we're used to buying for our uh, you know, corporate enterprise side of the organization. 
you know, iPod, iPads and, and uh, tablets and phones and, and laptops, you know, those sorts of things we're used to, you know, buying them, using them for a couple of years and throwing them away. For a lot of utilities, this is a much longer-term investment. So you're seeing companies that may have had a history or have people that have a history selling IT, traditional IT products getting into smart grid technology, particularly smart meters and, and a few other things that may not understand the importance of the longevity that's needed because, you know, when you roll out 10 million devices, you know, it, it's going to take a long time to roll them out. You don't want to do that every year, uh, and you really can't. And so there's going to be a need to understand, you know, what the needs are going to be in the future, that, you know, can you do remote updates to, to the software uh, so if there's a security problem, you can address it. One other issue that a lot of folks miss with smart grid, because a lot of what smart grid is, is diagnostics and giving updated information about what's going on and relying that on that information to take, make decisions. And a lot of things that security is concerned about have to do with things like bad data. They may not con- directly control a device that's causing a problem, but it's just as bad because a human being is relying on a piece of data that if it's wrong, may, may cause them to take an action. So that's, that's another thing that oftentimes people miss is just the importance of making sure that, you know, it's, it, even if it's not directly controlling something, people may rely on that information for other things and to make sure that information is accurate or that there's a sanity check that people are doing, you know, you're not completely relying on the machine for everything. You can actually look in your own mind if you're an electrical engineer and say, well, that doesn't make sense. That's outside of the bounds of what I would normally expect, so I'm not going to rely on that information. And we encourage our customers always to think in terms of that and be able to operate and react even if a computer is not there available for them. So final question for you. I certainly don't want you to give away the, the keys to your kingdom or the, the insights you're going to provide at RSA, but if you could at least give us a hint, what are some of the recommendations you offer for securing the smart grid? Well, I mean, some of there, there's certainly some high-level things, and then there's some targeted things you can do for smart grid. I mean, in any decision you want to think about, you want to be aware of the future. You want to be able to work together collaboratively across the different domains. You want to make sure that that you, you've planned it out strategically, that you think about what you're going to build first step, second step, that it's not overly incremental. Uh, those are basic decisions that you would do with any major rollout. And then for the smart grid specifically, you know, you want to make sure that you're, that you're building in future innovation, that you're assuming you can't rely completely on the manufacturers of the equipment to get the security right. So the customer needs to, the, the asset or the utility needs to step in. Assume that somebody will, if you create a new market, somebody will exploit it. Be prepared to operate in a world where also you have less control. With a lot of utilities, that means the consumer may be generating electricity. They may have other sources other than the utility. Uh, and, and don't assume if you're a, a, a residential or business customer that the utility can do everything to protect you, that there may be some things that you or people that you hire to provide you services if you're a business can do. Uh, and demand that the product vendors, if you're using uh, uh, energy efficiency devices in your home or your business, that the security is implemented appropriately. And make sure for both utilities and uh, for consumers that there's always a manual override and there's some way that you can verify the data using, you know, traditional tools so that you're not completely relying on a computer that may have been manipulated, may have been changed. Gib, that's great advice. Thank you so much for taking time to speak with me today. Sure. No problem. The topic has been smart grid security. 
have been talking with Gib Sorbo, Chief Cybersecurity Technologist with Lidos. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.